put this song on your playlist. I wouldn't hesitate. This is one of the best new songs I've heard out of everything I've reviewed this season. It's Maisie Peters' Maybe Don't featuring J.P. Sachs. It has an acoustic sound that is original. The lyrics are stunning. And I have to say, there's not a song like it in terms of how it makes you think about relationships. So get it on your playlist and listen to it 10, 20, 30, 40 times. I did not get sick of it, and I do not think you will either. First of all, who in the world is Maisie Peters? She's a 20-something-year-old girl from Brighton, England. She's had a so-so career. She's been a rising star, you could say. But this is the first time I've heard of her because she decided to do a feature with J.P. Sachs. J.P. Sachs did If the World Was Ending with Julian Michaels. That was earlier this year. It went to the top 40. So as soon as I saw his name attached to this song, I said, well, I've got to take a look because he has such a good voice. And both of them deliver in this song. This is a relationship song. And these lyrics cover a spectrum of understandings about how it would work out, how somebody could foresee it developing. And I am so impressed. I'm going to say that these lyrics on their own are the best that I've heard in a pop song in the past two or three months, if not a year. So who wrote this? Where did it come from? All right, Maisie Peters and J.P. Sachs did this with Joe Rubel. These were the writers. He's a Grammy-winning producer. He also helped produce the song with an L.A. duo called After Hours. They've helped do a lot of production for One Direction albums. That seems to be their only claim to fame. Whereas Joe Rubel did a little bit of work on Ed Sheeran's number 6 collaborations project. So he definitely has some resources at his disposal. There is not a progression in this song that's noticeable. In fact, it went on repeat so that I listened to it. It started again, and I was distracted. I didn't even realize until halfway through the song that it had restarted. So there's not a lot of dynamic or up and down to the sounds. However, that is mostly due to the instruments and the way that they're selected. When it's in your headphones, it's easier to hear the subtle differences. So I'm going to pick out a few of those. First of all, the acoustic guitar is prominent. There's many moments where a chord will be played and then the hand will come down the neck creating a squeaking sound, and it'll stop and mute the strings. It's a stylistic device, and it comes across really well in this song. There's a kick and snare drum that are somewhat muffled, but have enough bass to it to be uh, to lead the song with rhythm. And there's a piano in the second verse. It sounds like a live piano. It's played very well. There also seems to be some robo-vocal beneath the standard melodies and harmonies that are going on. I do not think that the vocals were recorded at their highest quality. And this may be because of the type of microphone that was used. There's two types of microphones. There's dynamic microphones, which are used for live audiences. That's like the Shure SM57. And then there's condenser microphones, which are used for studios. And these tend to be something like, I, I'm using an MXL770. There's also Audio-Technica and a wide variety of brands. Now, you can get inexpensive condenser microphones, something for $100 or less. And you can get expensive dynamic microphones, something for about $100. The sound is somewhat different, though, because condenser microphones have to use extra power to transmit the signal, whereas dynamic microphones do not use that power. It sounds as if they were using a lower-quality dynamic microphone, which I've heard Ed Sheeran has done. What it lacks, though, is that professional sound and the crispness that you'd expect. And that at first was off-putting. I heard the song and said, I don't think this is going to be as good as people chalked it up to be. 
And yet, as I heard over and over again, I didn't tire of it. And that's very, very important. This song has staying power, which is why I recommend you playlist it. Overall, the vocals go very well together. Maisie and JP sound great as a duo. I hope they do do more music together, even though they're developing their careers individually. I'm going to put this song as a four out of five stars. I've done a lot at three and three and a half. It doesn't have the production quality to give it a four and a half or a five, but the lyrics are so good that it lifts it incredibly. You can follow my playlist on Spotify, Making of a Hit, and it has all the songs that I've reviewed. Get this one on your own playlist and follow my own. Making of a Hit.